0: everyone and welcome to spiritual awakening talk and stories. I am your host Melissa and your guide to all things spiritual awakening, metaphysical, supernatural, natural, the spirit world, unexplained topics. Everything that we may have been told is strange or fantasy, and even unreal or impossible. I hope that amidst all of the uncertainties and chaos in our world today, with the emergence of the coronavirus, that you are finding new ways to get in touch with your inner being, with your heart, with your soul, and you're finding ways to find peace in these very challenging times. In the beginning of this pandemic, um, when quarantine first took place here in the United States, I was outside at my mom's. I stayed with her um, during quarantine. That was when we were unsure of all of the things that were going on in our world so in order to keep her safe and myself safe since she's elderly I decided to stay at her house and so while I was there um, one of the first days it was probably um, March yeah March let's see the beginning of March the end of February I would say I we had been having a lot of rain where we live here. I live in Oklahoma and the skies had been very cloudy, kind of ominous and the mood was as gray as the skies here and I stepped outside because the rain had finally subsided and I was just watching the clouds and I noticed some very strange clouds in the sky so I began to take some video of these clouds and I didn't notice all that was taking place in the clouds until after I watched my videos back, but there were different varying shades in the clouds, different shapes, and as I watched one particular video back, um, I noticed that there was a dark form like a huge body dangling from outside of one of the clouds that was white and it was kind of cloaked, but I could see these really large legs protruding out from this white cloud and it would rise and fall, rise and fall and it would move. And it was just so strange looking and I was like, What in the world? And I had been noticing prior to this some very strange cloud formations. They almost look like beings of some kind, eyes in the clouds, giant faces. Some faces looked human, but they were giant sized Some faces also look like faces of animals on human bodies dragons, all of the things that we would be considering from days of old mythology, from Greek mythology, in those times when people believed in giants and gods and sky beings and all of that. And I sat and I wondered, what if these beings really weren't myths at all? What if they really were real? And what, what if they are becoming more apparent in our world today? What if they're making their comeback? What if they are re-emerging and becoming a part of our physical reality? I want to direct your attention to the skies, and I want you to go out and just look at the clouds, And pay attention to them and what you see. Um, And, you know, send me a voice message to my podcast Messenger and tell me what you see and what you notice. And also, you can do a search, just a regular Google search on the internet and just type in sky beings, beings in the clouds. There are people on YouTube that have videos of these beings. There are more and more people that are noticing that our skies are changing. And um, just the colors of our skies are different now. It just doesn't look like it used to when I was growing up. Also, um, there's a lot of chemtrails or spraying that you might see up in the skies, beautiful blue skies. When I wake up in the morning sometimes and I watch these planes just fly back and forth, back and forth, and fill our skies with these white vapor streams that eventually clog out the beautiful blue skies that happen naturally that we remember from back in the 80s and 90s before all of these chemtrails or whatever we call them, these planes that spray above in our skies. And it just makes you wonder why are they spraying? What are they spraying? And what are they trying to hide? And maybe they can no longer hide the re-emergence of these sky beings, whether they are in our dimension or in other dimensions, in other realms that are now seeping back into our reality. So I just wanted to talk about the things that I've been noticing in our skies, some strange things, mm-hmm. um, Also the stars at night I've been outside watching and very interesting stars in the sky I've been out videotaping them and They move and they go around in a circle very very interesting celestial Things in our skies Um, Also wondering if you've noticed these things as well. I think as more and more people become spiritually awakened they will be more aware of these things that are happening around us. With technology today and everybody carrying around cell phones, taking photos, it's just come to be one of my beliefs that we are indeed surrounded by spirit, if you will when you go outside at night and take photos and you just look at these photos and you will see all kinds of forms and shapes and beings i don't think it's a coincidence i started noticing these things back I would say, in the early 2000s, I was capturing pictures of water spirits in my pool. I lived in Florida at the time. Just really on um, orbs. I was capturing photographs of orbs. I took a lot of pictures with my business I had. I had to take pictures of the items that I sold. And I would capture these beautiful, colorful orbs. And I've actually had one of my orb pictures published in a book back in the early 2000s by Diana Cooper in one of her earlier books on orbs. So some people have been onto these, um, you know, things, these, these occurrences, this phenomenon... They have pictures of them, you know, earlier photos as I do, but I think that these occurrences and these beings and these photographs of these unexplained things are becoming more and more prevalent in our world today. And I think that as we progress with technology and we start to break away from the old paradigm that we were led to believe just one certain way, that things are just black and white, and if we're thinking outside of the box, we're somehow not sane, if we believe in a different way or see things in a different way. It's my hope that one day this, idea, especially in our country, will change, that we will not see this phenomenon as strange, we will start to acknowledge it as true and part of our physical reality, some realms, the veil getting thinner and becoming more visible to the human eye and to the human psyche. little bit about myself. I am a psychic medium. I am an animal communicator. I love working with people, helping them with their spiritual awakening journey. I am very proficient at this. I have been studying and learning a lot about spirituality, about myself, and my gifts that I was actually born in with. Um, I realized my gifts were something that I was born with. Just have a little sip of water here, keep my throat from getting dry. Um, But nobody talked about these kinds of things when I was growing up. I since have discovered that I was a natural born animal communicator from a very early age. Thinking back on my childhood, the first time I saw a horse, it was love at first sight. I was completely in love with the horse and I think I probably drove my parents crazy making them stop at every horse pasture so I could get out and call the horses into to me. They would keep a little box of sugar cubes in the glove compartment of our vehicle and when I saw a horse out in the pasture they would have to stop and I would get out and horses could be way out in the middle of a pasture just narrowly eating grass. And I would get out of the car and call them in but I didn't realize that's what I was doing My intention was to have them come see me, and somehow they always did. Why would a horse out in the middle of the field just happily eating grass stop what they were doing to come see a little girl holding a sugar cube? It just made no sense, and my parents would think, I wonder, and then after a while they would stop wondering because they knew every time we stopped, everywhere we went when we stopped, if there was a horse way out in the field or horses, that inevitably they would all come to the little girl holding out the sugar cubes. (laughs) But no one was there to tell me that I was telepathically communicating with those horses. (laughs) And I remember one day, one of the horses out in the pasture, I remember its, its thoughts that I could hear, but I didn't realize I was hearing it as it looked to its other pasture mate and said, well, there's somebody there. She's calling us, should we go? And the other horse was like, yeah, sure, why not? Let's go check it out, see what she wants. And so sure enough, they meandered to the fence where I was standing, just holding out my sugar cube, and I stood there and just spent time with them as they visited with me, and that was totally normal for me. But during those days, nobody would even consider that animal communication was a real thing that could happen, interspecies communication. But it is a real thing. And it does happen and being an animal communicator is such a joy animals always bring us such joy and so much healing and so much love that really if it was not for animals I would not be able to do any kind of psychic work because I am very sensitive and pick up on a lot of energy and I had to learn how to protect my energy with the help of the angelic realm and the divine creator God. So that is just a little bit about me and what I'm thinking about today. And I hope for this podcast that it just gets people thinking about our world and all that's happening in our world today and where we're going as human beings. And I hope that our consciousness is raising. I hope that our awareness is raising to all of the possibilities that life has to offer us things that are not acceptable or considered strange, Maybe now in our times, maybe 40 or 50 years from now, they won't be considered strange. They will be considered commonplace and normal. Um, I have to say that everyone is psychic. Everyone has some kind of a psychic ability or Claire, if you will. In, in future podcasts, I will be discussing in length about Claire's, so that you may gain a better understanding if you are experiencing your own spiritual awakening. My full spiritual awakening began after the loss of my father in 2016. That was when the undeniable truth of my spirituality and who I am as a person who I want to be and who I am going to be as I go along through my spiritual awakening because spiritual awakening never stops unfolding and we never stop learning about ourselves and all of the things that are opened up to us and that we can experience in our world today when we find our spiritual tribe, the people that don't think we're crazy, the people that say, oh my goodness, I've had that happen to me, and you see those things in the clouds too, and you capture things in photographs, and you communicate with animals. I thought I was the only one. Well, let's hope that one day, Our world will be a world where children will understand that they are born with these abilities and it's our responsibility to acknowledge them for the beautiful beings that they are and that we will all grow and learn together and experience life in a much fuller, deeper way. That we will connect with nature, with animals, with the elements, with our divine creator, with the angelic realm, with all of the hidden realms that have been lost to us through the learnings and teachings of Christianity. Um, there's just so much that we don't know, and we should be open to every possibility, every joy, every micro piece of love that we can experience from the universe and Humanity and the animal kingdom and Mother Earth and so I end this broadcast tonight with good wishes to you and I hope that you join me again where I will discuss many more metaphysical topics All of my podcasts are divinely channeled, divinely guided. They're not scripted. I speak from my heart. I speak from my mind. I hope you do the same. Thanks for listening to Spiritual Awakening Talks and Stories with Melissa, your host. You can find me on Facebook at Whispering Winds Psychic Cowgirl. If you would like a spiritual reading or psychic reading of any kind or spiritual guidance, I'm happy to help. I also have a YouTube channel, which is Whispering Wind Psychic Cowgirl as well, that I am building slowly. You can follow me there. And once again, thanks for listening to my podcast. Be well. Be blessed and take care. Bye bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spiritual Awakening Talk and Stories with your host, Melissa. I am your guide to all things spiritual awakening, metaphysical, Supernatural and the misunderstood and the unexplained. And that is one of the missions of my podcast to explain some of the things that we are programmed to believe are strange, weird, or even impossible things that can happen to us in our lives. So today, One of the things that my angels and guides want me to talk to you about is how they give us messages and signs to let us know that they are indeed working with us in the physical world. They like to give us signs, little things to show us that we're on the right path or maybe we need a push to move us in the right direction. Sometimes they provide that push that we need, a gentle nudge, a whisper, sometimes a shout. It depends on how connected you are willing to accept that you are to your angels and guides. And I want you to know that it's really not a big deal at first when you're just starting to come online with your spiritual awakening to worry about their names or who they are, it's more important that you start to recognize that you were never alone to begin with and that they were there all along. And so as you go along, you'll probably be able to ask them who they are, what their names are, but until you get to that point, you can just keep paying attention to all the little signs that happen around you. For example, I had some angel guidance. My guides are angels. For the most part, I do have spirit guides, but um, for the most part, angels work with me. Always have, always had a fascination with angels from a very early age. Read tons and tons of books on angels. In my early adult adult years um, read books about just very books about fiction never interested me. I just liked things that had to do with truth and spirituality and um anything that just was um spiritual god centered all of that just really resonated with me so anyway, back to my guides, my guides are angels, and for the most part, Saint Michael is my closest angel guide, and then after him, and I can't even say that, it's probably equal, it's Archangel Raphael, because I am also a healer, so I work with Archangel Raphael a lot. I don't do any healings of any kind without the assistance of the angels, Archangel Raphael as the lead healing angel and his legion of angels. But for this story, I'll tell you about just a simple way your angels and guides can give you signs. I recently lost one of my healing stones and it's very dear to me and I love it. It's a heart purple amethyst stone and I was actually doing a guided meditation last week and this stone was given to me in my guided meditation for me to use throughout the week for myself for healing so I had been carrying around the stone but by about um, Monday I started on a Wednesday and by the following Monday I couldn't locate my amethyst stone so I started to go bonkers looking for my amethyst stone, which like I said, is one of my favorites. It's beautiful, deep purple. Um, Every time I hold it, it just makes me feel so much better. So I tried to ask my angels and guides, could you please show me where my stone is? And I wasn't getting any clear guidance. And I have psychic friends, so I asked a specific friend. After finally, I just, I checked all my pockets. I checked Everywhere I could think, you know, that I lost the stone. I even asked my mom, did, did I bring my amethyst stone to your house and of course she said no, I don't remember seeing it here and I remembered that I really didn't um bring it there. So anyway, I was talking to one of my psychic friends and she said to me, I said, "Could you please tap in and tell me, you know, where my amethyst heart stone went?" And she's like, "Well, it's in a pocket of something in your closet, and you haven't washed. And I, I'm sitting there thinking, my gosh, I had just emptied my laundry baskets completely. I mean, I knew that everything I wore outside, and I have horses, so when I come in, I always wash my clothes. Um, I live in Oklahoma, and we have a lot of little creepy crawly critters around here, so I always wash my clothes immediately when I come in so I knew that it was not in a pant pocket and it's too hot to wear a coat so that wasn't an option and um it, it's too big to actually carry in my pocket it's not one of those little stones that you can just tuck in your little change pocket on your on your pants if you do healing or anything metaphysical i'm sure you know what i mean those little tiny stones that we all just tuck inside of our pockets well so I I thought to myself after my friend told me you know it's in a pocket in the closet I'm like this is just not batting on any cylinders for me I'm racking my brain so I sat down and I started to meditate and all of a sudden I got this strong urge to just walk into my closet and I did and I'm like well why did I why did I stop meditating and why did I walk in my closet and then I felt another strong urge walked to the left and by then I figured out I was being guided and sure enough I was guided to my house coat which was hanging in the closet which happens to have a really it has two really big pockets in it so I thought okay am I gonna find my amethyst stone so I reached in to my pocket in my bathrobe and sure enough um there was my amethyst stone and had I not listened to my little, unclear um, clear audience, so had I not listened to that voice saying, go to the closet, you know, and I'm like, okay. So I've gotten to that point where I trust what I hear and you will probably get there too. You just have to be patient, but my friend was right. My stone was in a pocket and I just immediately thought, well, one of my jeans pants pocket would be where my stone was and so that is one way that your angels and guides can work with you if you just keep yourself open to those quick little words you might hear or impulses you might get and know that this is guidance from your spiritual team and we all have our own spiritual team because yes You are that special. Yes, I am that special and everybody in the world is that special. And I just want everybody to know that if you're listening to this podcast, you didn't find it by coincidence or by accident. You were meant to hear these words. These words are meant for you. Um, In the universe, there is no such thing as... um, coincidence well yeah maybe there are coincidences but there's no there's no accidental meetings or accidental guidance everything is synchronistic and things start to line up so if you found me and you're receiving this message and it's what you needed today just know that your angels and guides or spiritual team or whatever you want to call them working with you and I came up with a new term for that today because also um, one of my psychic friends told me a story about how the angels had been working with her today how she had lost a specific thing it was actually a um, combination for a safe that she had been missing for five years and she had called a company got got another one but lost that for another two years and she was guided in helping somebody else along their journey in life out of the kindness of her heart because she is a beautiful person and she helps everybody she can. And um, anyway, so she was going through some books while she was helping this specific person and this piece of paper fell out while she didn't pay any mind to it and she stuck it back in. But when she put the book belt back up on the shelf, this piece of paper fell down again and she thought, well, that's odd. I should probably look and see what's on this paper. And you guessed it, it was the combination to her safe. So that was just such a message from her angels in thanking her for her kindness and also showing her that they are there helping her and that that piece of paper and that combination was lost for a reason somehow and and the reason was for her to learn the lesson to trust her angels and guides and to know that they are always working with us in ways that our little squirrel brains can't comprehend sometimes. I mean, you know, we walk around thinking we know it all most of the time and our brains are so big but when you get out into the cosmos and you look back at Earth. We look like a speck, a pin drop. So that puts our brains into perspective. So um, anyway, that is what I call today spiritual lightning. When the spiritual lightning hits you and your angels and guides come through, you are going to know it and there's going to be no denying it for you. And you're going to say, Melissa was right. My angels and guides are working with me. I just had some spiritual lightning. I'm gonna keep following my spiritual strings, my threads, my trails, everywhere they lead me and know that I am divinely led and that none of us are ever separated from the divine creator. The divine creator's mind is in us and works through us always. And every good thing, in every coincidence you might say i call them synchronicities or every happy thing or every positive thing that has ever happened to you in your life was inspired by and provided to you by the divine creator of all beings and i just want to say one more thing about the angels tonight and i'll be talking more and more about angels so stay tuned for more podcasts but I want you to know that no matter where you are, what you're doing, any difficulty you might be having, that there are an infinite amount of angels just for you, for anything you can think of. Angels that help clear sadness, angels that lift our vibration, angels that bring us joy, angels that bring us new friends, angels that help us with spiritual awakening. I could just go on and on and I want you to know that if you feel in a day that you need more than one angel, go ahead and call in 100 angels. If 100 angels don't seem like enough, call in 200 and so on and so on. And you can call in 100 million if you need them. Trust me, they are there. They were given to us by the divine creator because he knew that along our physical existence, along our earthly journey, that we needed all of their guidance and all of their support. And when human beings can't give us what we need, trust me, the angels are there. They wrap you in their wings and If you can't feel them, just know that they are there. And when you call upon them, they will send you the people and the circumstances and the synchronicities that you need right now for exactly this moment in time, exactly this moment in your life. So I want to end this podcast today. I feel complete. I feel like I have delivered my message about your spiritual team, your spirit guides, the angels, and I hope that this helped to ease some of your frustrations and um, just know that you are on the right path. No matter where you are, do not doubt yourself. You are an infinite, limitless human being. And yes, our time here is short, but we are supported by the universe and the angels and our guides, have our back. So I wish you farewell until the next time. Peace, love, light, and healing to all. Melissa. Good night, everyone. Bye-bye.